and welcome to the Second Tier Betting, your specialist podcast for punting on the championship. You've got yourself a championship expert in me, Ryan Dilks, and your pro tipster. It's only Jimmy the Punt. Jimmy, how are you? I hope, yeah, I'm good, thank you for asking. I'm um, Thursday afternoon, so I'm getting a bit giddy for the weekend. Football in action and uh, mm. stuff. Lots to play for, isn't there? Not much in the championship, but uh, it should be a good weekend of football. Yeah, it's going to be. It's definitely going to be a good weekend of football in the championship. Unfortunately, we've only got the playoff battle to really worry about now, which is a shame because not too long ago, if you if you if you said a month ago, then I think I'd be right in saying that the relegation battle, the race for the top two, still quite open. But in the end, we've got four games, which are the only ones that actually mean anything this weekend, which is quite disappointing. But at the same time, still plenty of value to be found, Jimmy. And that's why we're here this week. Welcome to the Second Tier Betting. What we're going to do is we're going to give you our three best bets, ladies and gentlemen, for the championship this weekend and uh, see how we get on. Please always come responsibly. And when the fun stops, stop as always. Jimmy, just before we get into our bets, can you remind the listener of how you got on last weekend? I'd rather not, to be honest. <laughs> my, nap, on, my nap was um, Luton plus one. Yep. Obviously, the less, <laughs> said about, less said about that, the better. Jesus. It, it was just Fulham. An absolute peak, weren't it? I I, I was surprised. Um, next best was the Sandfield card. That was on the Friday. Uh, QPR's game against Sheffield United he didn't commit a foul he did a couple of hefty tackles but the ref uh, I liked it he let the, he let the game flow that wasn't close the closest one was my long shot I think it was 22 to 1 with Betfair because I said at the time it hadn't been priced up but it was 22 to 1 it was Sam Surridge goal and card he managed to score three he also committed three fouls but um, I think it was because such as the way the game went uh, Forrest battered uh, Swansea it just wasn't it was just the ref didn't just sort of let it flow sort of thing so that was probably the closest bet but another no win is a rotten rotten weekend just a just epitomised by Luton getting thrashed yep I was pretty similar to you really um, I also drew a blank my nap was both teams to score no in Barnsley v Preston finished 3-1 um, I really wasn't fancying Barnsley to score but they did mm. happens um, Luton double chance away at Fulham on Monday night and then my long shot was 0-0 in Barnsley v Preston so yeah not a good weekend for me either and i'm just looking to put i'm just looking forward to putting the season to bed at this point now it was all going well it was all going well for the first two thirds of it wasn't it yeah. but the, the the latter third has just been a bit of a disaster it's and that's just been frank really anyway final game of the season before we get into the playoffs let's see what your best bet is for this weekend jimmy what have you got i've uh i've gone a bit off piece for the uh last uh Last round of fixtures got a bit fruity, and to be honest, I, I could I could happily um, lose every bet I have if I know if I if I'm happy that it's a, a good bet, a good value. But there's something about tipping and being on a rotten run when you're tipping, and if people are backing bets knowing they're not they're not getting close, which is um, which stinks. So I, I've just mixed it up this weekend. I've gone since it's last uh, last. Uh, 
bit of championship action, uh, barring the playoffs. I've gone, I've done three goal scorers and I'm tipping them any time brace and hat tricks. Just as a bit of uh, fun, just to mix it up. The first one, my favourite pick, comes from Huddersfield v Bristol City. I've gone Andreas Weimann. Uh, anytime, best price is 23 to 10 with Unibet. The brace, best price is 16 to 1 with Bet365. And the hat trick is 100 to 1 with Betfair. I'll just set the scene. Huddersfield guaranteed third or fourth spot, uh, obviously. But with Forrest playing Hull, who just season's just fizzling out, it's probably going to be the latter fourth spot for Huddersfield. Um, we spoke about them before. They've lived in the realm of fine margins all season long and their success has been built on sort of a solid defensive foundation. The It's the eighth best defence in the league. Um, offensive quality, and what I mean by that is they've overperformed their expected goals by eight and a half goals. So uh, the likes of Silver Thomas and Danny Ward, uh, just you know, getting them over the line in, in nip and tuck fixtures and their threat from set pieces. Um, but since their 3 0 win over Peterborough uh, at the start of March, they've played nine, scored 13, and conceded 11. They've only kept three clean sheets in that time against Borough, Luton, and Hull. But those sides generated an XG of two and a half goals. So the, the, the bottom line with what I've just sort of outlined there is their form has started a bit. Um, as they've approached the home straight, there was within a chance of getting Bournemouth, but that sort of just fizzled out. And uh, like as as the as the the lack of clean sheets show recently, they can be got at despite the the, the sort of defensive solidarity. So in the reverse fixture, there was five goals: three for the Terriers, two for Bristol City, and uh, our man Vyman got them both. Um, they were two of his 22 championship goals this season. He's having an absolute outrageous campaign for a midfielder. His best by about 12 goals, I think. Uh, he's scored in a third of his appearances. He's got two in two or more on six occasions, and he has one hat-trick from right midfield uh, against Millwall. He's averaging 1.8 shots per game. He's, he's uh, registered 13 in his last seven and scored five in that time, which includes a brace in his last appearance. So... I like the like the look of him. It's not rocket science, is it? Taking one of the leading goal scorers to score, but uh, I just think the game situation and dynamic does suit does suit goals. Um, despite Huddersfield's record, and it's worth pointing out that Bristol. I remember we went through a stage we just kept taking them overs, didn't we? And it just kept copping. Yep. Only Forest, Bournemouth, and Fulham scored more than the sixty-two this campaign. But it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not hard to see where it's gone wrong for them. As only Reading and Peterborough have conceded more than their 75. So, as the game, I think, promises goals sort of to to, to fly, um, you'd be daft not to take Vyman, I think, any time brace and a hat-trick. Lovely stuff. Well, my next best bet is Andy Vyman to score any time for Bristol City away at Huddersfield on the Vyman bus. Uh, the reason I've gone for that was because I've been looking at Bet365's new feature, and this is an advert, I'm just saying. <laughs> I just want to get out there before anyone starts uh, uh, getting suspicious. This isn't an advert. Um, but they, uh, Bet365 have boosted Andy Vyman to score any time to 13-5 to for Ooh. this game, to score any time. Um, and I thought that is great value for someone who is Bristol City's main goal threat this season. 22 goals this season pretty good record and as you say his record is just about one in every three games he's managed to score in this season plus he's got three from his last two games he's a man full of confidence right now I will also add which is kind of indicative of my other two bets 
I think there's going to be a lot of goals this weekend because it's the final day of the season. Not much on the line in the vast majority of games. So I can see a few hefty score lines and that is very good for any time goal scorer bets, particularly one which includes, you know, one of the top goal scorers in the division who's well over two to one. So Andy Vyman's score any time for Bristol City away at Huddersfield is my next best bet. I might as well go on to my nap which is my best bet. And I've gone both teams to score and over 2.5 goals in Bournemouth v Millwall, 11 to 10 at William Hill. So this is how this game stands at the moment. This is one of the few games which still has something riding on it. Millwall have got slim hopes of still getting in the playoffs uh, this weekend. But if they are going off, the, if they are going to get there, they need to score at least two against uh, Bournemouth to catch up with Sheffield United, but they need to get a win anyway um, to even catch up with Luton and overtake Middlesbrough, who are the other team who could still get in the playoffs. So Millwall have got to go for this. They've got to go out there and get three points. Otherwise, their season is over. And I think that's going to lend itself to being an open game. Bournemouth, their season's over now. They've been promoted. They're on the holidays. Jobs are good. And they're a good enough team now to rotate the squad and still put out some very good players because their squad is so, so deep that I think they'll still have players in there who won't have the pressure on them now either and uh, go out there and score a couple of goals themselves. So I think this is going to be a really open game. I think if there's one game this weekend that is going to have goals, it's going to be this one. So that's both teams scoring over 2.5 goals in Bournemouth v Millwall, 11-10 at William Hill. Um, What's your next best bet, Jimmy? Or have I completely misunderstood? Have you got Andy Vyman as <laughs> scoring? No, no, I've got bet? three goal scorers. Right, right I was going to say that that would have been interesting. Okay, what's your next best bet? Uh, uh, it comes from Luton against Reading. I'm going with Lucas Zhao. Anytime you can get him 11 to 5 with Betfair. A brace is 20 to 1 with Coral, Ladbrook, Sky, and Bet Victor. And the hat trick is 200 to 1 with Betfair and Paddy Power. It was 175, but it's drifted just before we started recording. So it might have been, it might have just gone back down to 175. It'll be fluctuating between the two, I suspect, before the game kicks off. Um, I'll start with Luton. Obviously, they got they got absolutely thrashed in their last game at Craven Cottage. They've also got tons and tons of injuries to contend with. One, uh, uh, um, um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, according to who scored, including the likes of uh, Elijah Adebayo, um, James Bree, Fred, uh, Fred on Yudima, like big, big misses, um, and Nathan Jones. He wears his heart on his sleeve in his interviews. He's a great character, uh, but. I don't know how he copes under pressure. I mean, I've got question marks about how he copes under pressure because because he's such an emotional character. And I don't know, with the, with, with the pressure on them, off the back of such a terrible result, how he's going to deal with it. I don't know if he's going to be able to motivate his squad. I don't know if he's going to, if he's sort of nervous enough, he's going to just like, be palpable and sort of uh, trans, transmit to the fans and, and the players on the pitch. I don't know, but there is question marks for me. And... and how how do you how do you come back from from Craven Cottage? They, I think they lost their heads as well. They conceded seven, and they got a lot of bookings that game. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough job uh, to to get that squad motivated. I know it's only one game, but uh, yeah, I think it is worth um, not opposing them, but going for a sort of a going against them in in this capacity. Uh, as for Reading, I owe Paul Inson an apology. I 
it wasn't the first sort of mistake I've made this season and I don't think it'll be the last, but he has steadied the ship and steered them clear of the drop because when he took over, it was a lot tighter. Um, but yeah, he has done it. He has done a really good job. Uh, and so my pick is Lucas Shaw to be amongst the goals um, in a game that I don't think we'll be playing sailing for Luton. Reading look a much better side with Jao spearheading their attack for a few reasons. The first of which being his quality, uh, not particularly insightful, but he's tall, strong, powerful, pretty graceful. And he links up the play really well and provides another dimension to the role's attack. The intelligence of his movement also brings out the best in John Smith, uh, John Swift. We saw a lull uh, in his offensive output, the, the midfielder that is John Swift. Uh, we're in in the middle of the in the middle of the season around winter, but as soon as Zhao was back fit and come back into the squad, it was no coincidence to see John Swift score again and and be amongst the uh, the assists. Zhao also has that killer instinct, you know, the cutting edge. He can turn a half chance into a goal, uh, sort of a point into three. He, he's he's got. He's got that sort of ice in his veins in front of goal. Statistically, over the course of his domestic career, he's bagged 70 goals, giving him a goals per 90 average of 0.42. Again, like if you were that sort of directly translated, if you're looking for value in his prize purely based off that goals per 90 average, then anything over 6 to 4 is, is happy days. That's that's good. He's also scored four in his four of Reading's last seven goals, which includes a brace against Swansea, during which in that fixture, he took the penalty. So I don't know if, I don't know, I didn't check, I should have checked. I didn't know if John Swift was on the pitch at the time or if Jow is the penalty taker now. But obviously that bodes well for goals. So yeah, I'm taking Jow anytime. I'm tipping Jow anytime, Brace, and a hat-trick because I'm a bit concerned about Luton and I, I love Jow as a player. If there's an early goal for Reading in that game, then the alarm bells are going to be ringing at Kenilworth Road. It's going to be a very interesting one. You may as well go on to your long shot, Jimmy. What have you got? Yeah, I say my favourite pick to last. And this is why I went down this avenue. It's um, it, from Swansea's game against QPR. And I'm going with Michael Obafemi. Anytime he's 2-1 to one with Betfair and Paddy Power, he's 11-1 uh, to one for a brace with the same bookie and 90-1 to one with a hat-trick. Now, goals are expected to be rife here. The original bet I wanted was uh, both teams to score, overs, overs and both teams to score, whatever. Overs is 8-13, to 13, both teams to score. Both teams to score is eight to fifteen, so really, really short. Um, which is why I thought I'm not. I'm not sure. I fancy, like you said, I fancy goals. I fancy the action. I fancy a bit of fun in this last round of fixtures. So um, I, I'll try and find value elsewhere. Uh, and since Swansea's last nil-nil draw against Birmingham, they've played eight, scored fifteen, conceded the same amount. That's an average of just under four goals per game. Overs has copped in five of those eight games. Both teams have scored has copped in six. And there's been some just some nuts results. They're, they got thrashed 5-1 by uh, Forrest in their last game, I think. They've drawn 3-3 to Bournemouth. There was 3-0 up on that on that, uh, on that that day as well. They've drawn 4-4 at Reading and they've they thrashed Cardiff 4-0. Um, Obafemi has bagged in half of those fixtures over that period, so four games. Uh, including a brace uh, in that 4-0 victory against the Bluebirds. He's uh, scored 12 since joining, nine of which have come in Swansea's last 13 games. Uh, and it's worth pointing out, at the start of his spell, he was getting lots of minutes off the bench, but couldn't really break into the starting lineup. But in, he has started the last 13 and scored nine, uh, scoring one, scoring more than one on three occasions. 
uh, racking up 28 shots in the process. Uh, and the last thing, he's got um, an XG per 90 of 0.53, which is the ninth best tally in the of any striker of any player in the division. And he's averaging 0.56 goals per 90, which is the eighth best average of any player in the second tier. So the main points, the main sort of takeaways uh, I got from this uh, when I was researching is the bookies fancy this game to have a lot of goals, as do I. Um, and my club, Femi has been sort of quietly going about his business and he, he's been amongst the goals and his goals often come in pairs. As for just a quick learn QPR, I'm not sure where I stand with them. I'm not sure where I stand with the manager's situation. I'm not sure the fans do really. Uh, not the fans, sorry. I'm just not sure the team do really. Um, it was uh, it was quite... I, I I didn't I didn't know what to think. I, I obviously watched them against Sheffield United the whole game, but I don't know. Are they going to come out strong for Warburton? Are they going to go out with a whimper? I'm not sure. It's hard. It's hard to um, it's hard to assess. But if if they are, I think they're just going to cut loose. And again, it could your goals. And if they're already on the beach, it, uh, the way Swansea are playing, they could push them aside. So I do I do think there'll be goals, whether it be a. Swansea battering them or just one of those crazy end of season games. I don't know, but I think whatever the case, Michael Obafemi will be will be amongst the goal scorers. Lovely stuff. My long shot. It's one that I did not too long ago, but I'm doing it again. Both teams to score in every championship game on the final nice. day. 475 to one with William Hill. So as the theme has been throughout this episode, I'm expecting there to be goals in the championship this weekend. Um mainly because there are so many games which don't have much riding on them. So different players are going to be given a chance in the first team and that often leads to there being goals. On the final day of last season, only three teams failed to score out of all uh, the teams who played on the final day. The season before last, it was only two. So it's getting close. And I think this may be the time um, to go both teams to score in as many championship games as you can. And I'm going out in a blazing glory. If this is the final episode of the normal season, why not? 475 to one. Both teams to score in every championship game on the final day. Go on, lads. Go out and attack. Get some <laughs> goals and provide some entertainment. That's what I'm saying. Um, well, in that case then, Jimmy, let's round up our bets. What have you got in the championship this weekend? Yeah, so three goal scorers uh, to score anytime brace and hat trick. Uh, my first one is Andreas Feynman. Best odds for anytime is with Bet365, the boost that you mentioned. A brace is 16 to 1 also with 365, and the hat trick is 100 to 1 with Betfair. Uh, the next player, Lucas Yao, in Luton's game against Reading, is best odds anytime is with Betfair. His best odds for a brace is with Coral, Ladbrook, Sky or Bet Victor. And his best odds for a hat-trick is Betfair and Paddy Power. And my final player is Michael Obafemi in Swansea's game against QPR. Anytime, brace and hat-trick, all best odds with Betfair and Paddy Power. And if you wanted to get real crazy, you can combine the three players' hat-tricks uh, in a Trixie. And that is £1.8.5 to 1 with Betfair and Paddy Power. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Uh, my nap is both teams score and over 2.5 goals in Bournemouth v Millwall, 11-10 to 10 at William Hill. My next best bet is the same as Jimmy's nap. Andy Vyman score any time for Bristol City away at Huddersfield, boosted to 13-5 to 5 at Bet365. And my long shot 
is both teams to score in every championship game on the final day. 475 to 1 with William Hill. Just have a quid on it. Go on. As always, please gamble responsibly. And when the fun stops, stop. We'll be back again next Thursday, ladies and gentlemen, for our best bets for the playoffs. So we look forward to seeing you then for my favourite time of the season, playoff time. Uh, so we look forward to seeing you then. As always, good luck with your bets for this weekend. And uh, have a good weekend in general. This has been the Second Year Betting. Jimmy LaPunt, thank you for your time today. My pleasure. I've been Ryan Tilks. And to you, listener, thank you for listening.